Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. So happy to be talking to you all again today. Dad brought this message to the pulpit April 23rd, 1967. He was talking from Matthew, the fifth chapter, the 45th verse. And that says, That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he makes his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. So windows of heaven. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to look through a window and see what heaven is going to look like? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to glance through a window and see what God and Jesus has in store for us in our eternal life? Wouldn't it be nice if they could look the other way? And they do, I'm sure. God and Jesus, they they sit up there and they look through their windows and they see what's going on down here on earth. And they, and they go, wow, wow. What we do know is that God is good to all his creations, and he's especially good if they give him an opportunity. And then we use wisely what's given to us. So my dad in 1967 took a look at some of the things that he thought that the Lord had done that was good. Now, 1967, there's a time. And when you look at the climate control charts that we see today, 1967 was a period of time when we were really out at the tipping point, when when the greenhouse gases were just being shot into the air, where we didn't really understand at that time what it was that we were doing to the climate. And as we look back now, 50, 60 years later, we go, wow. I mean, I have to say that what we're seeing today, I am really saddened what my generation has done to this climate. Now, not by any direct desire to ruin the world that we live in, the world that God has given us. But there is, in my mind, there's no challenging the scientific facts that that we have now that we have damaged this earth that we live on. But it is obvious to me, as I review the message that my dad brought in 1967, that not even a thought was being given at the actions that we were taking at that time, that that they were going to have such a global impact on the world that we have today. But as he looked at the blessings that the people in 1967 were enjoying, you know, the windows, the windows of heaven that we were enjoying in 1967. Now, we were living in a small farming community in northern Iowa. It is possible at that time for a family to make a living on a quarter section of land. That's only 160 acres. Now, recently, in 2021, I had the opportunity to sit and have an hour-long discussion with a farmer in southern Wisconsin. Now, this farmer had been in the family business of farming. He was the third generation to be on the land that he was farming. Now, his holdings had grown during the last 30 years, and so he now farmed and managed about 2,000 acres. But that 2,000 acres was not enough for him to support support more than just he and his immediate family. He could not bring his adult sons into the business with him 
because he could just not economically figure out a way to make it work. So in 30 years, we had gone from a 160-acre farm supporting a family to over 2,000 acres for a farm to support a family. I find that to be just, just truly amazing. Now, we have a lot of man-made improvements in the way the farming is done. I mean, certainly the days of a farmer out there that basically doing what he could do with his hands and his shoulders and his back, well, those days are long gone. And you have the modern conveniences today, and you, you have the different farming implements, the different tractors, the combines, and the massive equipment that allows a farmer to manage so much more land. You know, from the time of the 1950s till now, you have nearly three or four times the number of people living in the United States, in the world, than you had that with this growth of population, the growth of the cities, the growth of the industries, you know, the need to be more efficient in how much food that we can produce on our farms is very important. But they all make what happened to our climate unavoidable. And I say unavoidable because we're blissfully ignorant of the consequences of the actions that we were supporting every day. I mean, we learned how to grow more food. We learned how to raise more beef and chickens and pork. But at what cost? We learned how to increase our industries around the country and the world. But at what cost? So as I look at what I just said, now I recognize that my generation has been negligent. We have been very short-sighted in the way that we manage the environment that we live in. And I sincerely hope that we can take the actions to slow down the progression of the climate change that we have upon us. That we are able to work with other countries and other people to be able to safeguard this blue marble that we live on. And I'm quite certain, and if we did have windows, that we could look through and see what heaven looks like, you wouldn't see. Well, you wouldn't see industries being ignoring the advances and ignoring a way to make things better. I do believe that the windows of heaven that my dad saw are still there. And the windows of heaven that he thinks that he said that we were enjoying here on earth, well, they're still here too. We do have enough to eat. We do have health care systems around the world to take care of people, to keep them healthy. And we do have the ability to make friends and to share time with those friends. I guess the bottom line to me is that we as Christians, we should be grateful to the Lord for all he has given us. And we should recognize that all men, whether they be Christian or not, well, they enjoy the gifts of our Lord. The difference for the Christian is that we give credit to the Lord and gratitude to the Lord that is due him. Now, Dad didn't talk about climate change and the impact that people were having on the land when he gave this sermon in 1967. But he did talk about the windows of heaven. He did talk about the wonderful things that we have here on earth because of what God has given us. But I do feel very strongly that we were in a very small window to be able to turn back the clock a bit and make it so that our descendants are able to enjoy and to continue enjoy what we have and to live on this planet even longer. I sincerely hope that when my grandchildren look back and perhaps even listen to this podcast, think about the times in 1967 when their great-grandfather talked about the windows to heaven and how they were so different from the times in 2022 
when their grandfather gave a bit of a gloomy discussion about what's going on. So if you look ahead another 60 years, 2082, will our children look at this time in 2022 and say, you know, those guys did pretty good. They recognized that they had inadvertently created a problem and took steps to bring everything back under control, to make it so that when God looks through that window to earth, that he sees a world that is being managed in a way that he intended. So remember, the end of the verse of Matthew, the fifth chapter, the 45th verse, God sends rain on the just and on the unjust. We have to remember that he leaves what to do with the rain up to us. So for our descendants' sake, let us use it wisely. Thank you for listening to this today. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. I do want to ask everyone listening to this today to help spread the word about this podcast. Help me continue to keep my Father's work for the Lord alive. Please tell your friends and your church groups about this podcast. Share it on social media. Let people know that these inspirations are available. There's a new book available on Amazon titled Throwing Ink. It was a compilation of inspiration based on Dad's work. It was written by me, G.W. Stark.